G'day guys, uh, just going to do a quick wrap up of round two for my Supercoach draft team. I had a loss this week, as you all know, I've been playing with no halfbacks, so I only went into this game with uh, 12 players, still a number of guys injured on my bench. I had uh, Bloor, Staggs, Talakai, Harper and Radley. Um, Radley's obviously back this week, we just saw him named in teamless jersey, 14 but not ideal, but at least it'll give me 13 players. Um, Bloor, I just think he's got a lot to offer, so I'm holding on to him for a few more weeks at the Tigers. I think that he'll He'll be able to get a starting role within a couple of weeks, and I think he could be anything. Uh, Katoni Staggs, we all know the potential he has. Sivitalikai, I think once he gets back, he'll get a spot in that second row eventually, and I think he'll be a gun center wing to have. And Morgan Harper, I'm just holding on to Harper. I just think he's a really good base stack guy, and I just... I can't imagine that Des Hasler isn't going to make changes soon. He's been on this extended bench. Dylan Walker looks uncomfortable as all hell at fullback. I think... I just think Harper should be getting close pretty soon. But uh, for the rest of my side, not a great week, to be honest with you. Uh, Andrew McCulloch at hooker hit me a 64. Blake Laurie, 35 in the front row. He's been extremely disappointing. I also had Corey Jensen. He hit a 43 there. I thought he'd do a little bit more. Once he wasn't named in the 13, my expectations went down a little bit, though. Takiaho had a good game, 64 points there. Nathan Brown, 51. I thought he'd do a lot more, but with Isaiah Papali out for the next few weeks, that's exciting. I think Brownie will bump his up. Luciano Lalua against the Roosters got a 44. To be honest with you, I'm kind of happy with that against the Roosters in a game they got flogged in. Wasn't expecting much more from him. Cody Walker somehow got a 57. That was overs. Uh, I captained him. He scored a try. It was a goddamn miracle that he got 57. I don't know how he got there. That was a pretty bad captain call by me. Um, I picked up Heimel Hunt off the waiver wire. He's a guy that I potentially think can hold down that left wing spot for Newcastle. I can't believe I've got him. I'm stoked. It's a good little gamble for me to have. He scored 90. Obviously scored two tries, but I haven't had a look at his base stats yet, but he had a heap of runs. He had, you know, 20-odd hit up. So straight away, you're looking at a 30-point game from the guy, even if he doesn't get any attacking stats, as I like in my center wings. Uh, Remus Smith, very similar. Scores a lot of base stats. Managed to score a try the other night. Um, line break, a try. You're looking at about 30-odd points there. He scored 72. So Without that, you're looking at about a 40-point game. Uh, Jermaine Asako, he scored an 80. Another one that I think he was lucky to get to 80, but that's the sort of guy Asako is. He will uh, he will line up points. My two biggest disappointments, I had Kapoa uh, from the West Tigers. He's a guy that I thought was going to be good for base stats. He did have a bit of an injury uh, in that game the other day, and it was against the Roosters, so I'm not looking too far into it. He might be a guy that I'll be looking to trade this week. And Matty Moylan at fullback with only a 20 um, whenever you're playing the Canberra Raiders and the Melbourne Storm, I sort of put it down as a write-off. Uh, Moisa probably would have scored 30, but he missed so many fucking tackles that he went down to 20. So uh, hopefully that's the worst I can get out of Moisa and we can keep moving forward. Uh, so I ended up, you know, I obviously played with 12 um, and I lost by about 70. So potentially if I had a 13th, maybe I could have won. But still, uh, to pick a 13th player that would have been a guy from the waiver, it would have been extremely long odds for me to get that 70 points. So it's a loss that I'll, uh, take on the chin. I sort of fucked up my captaincy too. I thought I was going to need more points than Takiaho's pretty base score, which I was looking at as a captain. And it turns out I was right, but Cody Walker didn't get enough points. 
Uh, even if I would have captained, you know, a Heimel Hunter, a Sarko, my high scorers, I don't think I would have got there still. So um, a loss I'll take on the chin. That puts me one from two. Uh, this week, coming up against a pretty inexperienced guy in my comp, so fingers crossed I can get um, the cookies in that one. I will have 13 players. I still won't have a halfback, which will limit my VC options. It's probably start, time for me to start looking at a seven, though. So I'll be looking at potentially a Jake Clifford, maybe a Tom Deard and some of these guys, but um, maybe a Sean O'Sullivan, but he's playing the Raiders this week. So there's just there's no real great options I'm overly confident with. Um, so I'll just see how that one plays out. But as I've said all preseason, I'll repeat it again, the first few weeks, they don't matter. It's how you finish the season. And I've just got this stacked bench of stars coming back. I got Radley back this week, so that's a big plus. Um, I'm really looking forward to Stags and Sifatalakai returning in my centre wings. That'll make life a lot easier if Harper can jag a spot. I think he's only one injury away in this side. There's rumours around that Brad Parker might play in the second row this week, which would blow me away. But if he does, Harper will come in. So uh, if I can start to get his points as well, it would be really useful. Victor Radley starting in the 14 this week, as I said, against South Sydney. I'm going to have to play him, but he probably won't do many minutes. But at the end of the day, I'm looking forward into the future. Yeah, tough week for me. I've got my first, my, my top two picks are playing each other, Cody Walker and, of course, Takiaho. So, and I might not have a shot at a VC this week because I'm playing without a halfback. So I'm going to have to make a decision what I'm doing there and check out my other options. The other one I don't mind, I'm tipping the Newcastle Knights to have a big win this week. So I don't mind Heimel Hunt out on that left. Edge, I Sarko against the Bulldogs. That could be anything as well. So I've got a couple of options, but they are going to have to be pretty big gambles because I've got um, Takiaho and I've got Cody Walker playing each other. I've got Andrew McCulloch playing early in the week as well, so that's not ideal. The other option I've got is Nathan Brown. He's been a little bit disappointing lately, but the advantage of Brown this week is that Isaiah Papali'i, he's going to be playing on the edge. He will play 80 minutes out on the edge uh, for the Paramount Eels. So I'm, I'm expecting Nathan Brown to bump his minutes up from that you know, 50, 55 mark to maybe that 60, 65 mark, which should see him get a good score. Um, And he was so close to getting a heap of attacking stats last week, Nathan Brown. So fingers crossed I can get a little bit more out of him, but still tinkering with my side. I've got a few weeks. I've got a number of weeks left until my team will be full strength. Uh, So it's just about mucking around with the waiver wire a little bit this week. As I said, I've got Kapoa from the West Tigers. I'll probably drop him at some point. Um, Not overly confident he's going to hold his spot or do overly well. So he's a guy that will We'll probably go. And then Corey Jensen's the other one that probably isn't a long-term hold. Um, you know, 43, 45 off the bench. I can sort of get that whenever. He doesn't look to be a guy with a heap of upside as well. So uh, there is going to be some movement. Blake Laurie, he's got a few more weeks to prove himself in my side. I know he's a lot better than what he's showing. A 38 average over two games has been extremely disappointing. So going to give him a few more weeks. But... Yeah, we're, we're, we're one and one at the moment. Um, I, I reckon I'll get a win this week, fingers crossed. Uh, the other guy I'm versing, I think his first pick was Harry Grant, so he's missing a couple of guys there as well, which helps my cause. So fingers crossed I can sneak away with a win here, come out of week three with a two and one record. Um after having 12 players for the majority of the two weeks and just struggling with injuries and whatnot, that'd be a huge win. Um, essentially, my aim was if by the you know round five I could have two wins, I thought that was going to be outstanding. So if I can just get one more win in the next three weeks before all these guys start to return to the paddock, that'd be sensational, and I'll back myself uh, to do a job in from there. Obviously, you know, weird week of Supercoach. It was pissing with rain just about everywhere. Very unusual. So if you manage to scam a win out of that, sensational. I almost got one with 12 players. That would have been a huge bonus. I uh, probably didn't deserve the win and didn't get it. So 
Uh, no complaints from me. Had a pretty good matchup in round one. As I said, first five games, if I can get two wins, I'm stoked. Halfway there, so fingers crossed uh, we can hang in there until all these blokes return. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.